Welcome, I'm Luke Worsfold and this is the Lease Up Podcast. And my guest today is anonymous, as my guest always remains anonymous. Um, hi, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, no worries. Um, so what was it that made you want to make a show like this? Well, I guess I discovered my gift to the world was the very thing I was hiding from. And that was my emotions, you know, for a long period of time I was very shut down to my emotions. And I didn't really welcome them in my life. And I discovered, yeah, my gift was to give them and to help them. And my journey has been um, heavily affected by addiction. My mum died when I was 11 and she was an alcoholic. And that sort of, yeah, has rippled throughout my life. And I understand the effects firsthand. So I wanted to make the show to really help people um, the same way I've been helped, if you like. So by supporting people and giving them understanding and emotional support around living with an addict or being an addict even and really understanding what that journey is like and understanding that I'm not alone because it's very isolating a lot of times and you think is anyone else going through this, is there anyone else like me? So it really gives you sort of yeah, understanding. And what made you decide to then was like you just say your experience or was there any particular moment that made you like you needed to share this and help people? Yeah, well, I go to Alan on a lot, um, and I've been going recently, and just hearing people's stories, and I guess like the other week, I thought, you know, these people's stories will just, they'll just die, they'll die here, you know, no one else will hear them, and no one else to get, gets help from them, you know, sometimes there's like 10 people in a room at Alan on, and we all share our stories, and we all get so much out of that, like I say, understanding and sharing of our story, I think. Our individual, you know, history is extremely valuable and we need to be grateful of our story because it's the only one we've got, yeah. you know, we're not going to get any more. This is, this is not a, like a practice run, this is your only shot. So I think, yeah, sitting around that table and hearing people's stories really made me understand that more people need to hear this. This needs to be spread as far and wide as it can. And I've been involved in the tech industry, if you like, for about five years. And I thought it was time to really utilise it and, and bring it to the world um, through a platform like this. Put your two passions together, I guess. Yeah, in a lot of ways, yeah. And what do you think that, like, what do you think the benefit out of this is compared to, like you say, just going to a meeting? Because obviously a lot of people find it hard to, to trust this, whereas if you're in a room with ten people, you know it's only them ten people, and you know your stories die there. In a way, that's a good thing because you might be scared to share that, why do you think people would want to do this? Yeah, I mean, we try to create the same infrastructure online, um, so all our content is confidential in our network. So when you go to Al-Anon, um, you know, the requirements for entry is you have to have like a family or friends who's affected by alcoholism, um, and the same with Narcotics Anonymous um, and places like that. So our platform is really the same in a lot of ways, we promote confidentiality. So users can't be identified throughout the site. Um, we only use their email for like login and to contact them from time to time. Um, we've got security, so all of the content and the interviews that we have are all stored behind our sort of firewalls and on our servers and stuff. I won't get too technical, um, which means you can only get in if you if you sort of um, have been for our approval process of, of living with an alcoholic. So the content isn't disclosed to the wrong people and it's confidential as well 
um, and we kind of try and create the same environment online as we do with Alanon um, and share the stories to the people that really need to hear them. That's good. And what, what do you think the benefit is then of sharing with hundreds, thousands, however many people you end up having rather than the ten? What, what do you think the benefits will be? Yeah, well, I think a lot of people find Alanon even as a big step. They're dealing with a lot of shame around an addict and living with an addict. And they don't even want to go to Al-Anon, they find it very hard, that's a big commitment. And they think, you know, it's not about me, it's about them, I want to fix the addict. And a lot is a lot of people's um, stance, especially in the beginning of the journey. And they want, to, they want to fix the other person, so they'll come to Al-Anon and they'll be like, yeah, I came because I wanted X to be fixed, yeah, it's their stuff. But what they slowly learn to understand and uncover is that it's really about their journey and, you know, you can't change the content, contents of the environment. Um, of living with an addict and it's very unpredictable but you can change the context of the environment so once you start to change your own mind and focus on your own state and your own um, view um, it can aid the addict in their own recovery. Well I guess I mean it's the first step I'm powerless over alcohol or whatever the addiction is yeah that's what like I say a lot of people don't know that they need that first step to, to realise and I think that takes the pressure off knowing that. Yeah yeah Step one, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol and our lives had become unmanageable. Yeah. And that's, we do the same uh, 12 steps in Al-Anon as they do in Alcoholics Anonymous. And I think that's beneficial because you really go through the same journey as the other person. And like you say, we have to admit that we're powerless over alcohol or, or over addiction and or over the other person's addiction. And I think that's almost like the first step is to get over that shame, to get over um, that sort of understanding that we are powerless over it and once we sort of get that we can start to attend meetings and I think even having a platform like this where you can just watch it from the comfort of your own home and sort of get that understanding is really nice. Sort of like warm you up to it rather than like you say it could be a big step to walk into a room with 10, 5 whatever strangers. Yeah, sitting face to face yeah, with people. It's, it's yeah. hard to do that isn't it? Yeah. So like you say yeah. it's a good, good warm up. Yeah. And like I went to Alan and I didn't share for like the first couple of sessions you know it's, it's a very vulnerable environment and you just want to listen a lot of times in the early stages people come to listen and I think that you know this kind of show is exactly what people need you know, they need to listen yeah. for the first couple of times and maybe that will give them the courage to go because it is really beneficial yeah create your own safe space yeah and I guess even safer than like Salomon because you don't even have to leave the comfort of your own home yeah you can do it yeah. on your laptop yeah. which is where everyone's happy to be yeah safe. on their phone anywhere yeah. and you know you don't have to be identified no one needs to know you've attended as well um, you could just watch a video um, and it's really as simple as that. As always, thanks for listening and if you enjoyed this episode, please share and I really wish you well on your journey to serenity.